Hi everybody, this is Gad Sad. It's been a while since my last uh, Sad Truth episode. Uh, I was away last week at uh, several events in Hungary. Uh, Budapest is a truly beautiful city. Also went outside of Budapest. I did three um, speaking engagements there. Uh, so overall, wonderful trip. It was really good to get away. So the trip was a success professionally and on a personal level. Uh, and then uh, got back a few days ago, returned to the grind. And uh, so I thought today I would spend a few minutes uh, weighing in on uh, Elon Musk uh, buying Twitter. And so some people have been asking me, you know, what are my thoughts on the, the matter? Actually, in one of the speaking events at, uh, in Hungary, I was asked about this. And uh, so let me just briefly, you know, make a few points. Look, in an ideal world, it would be nice if it weren't a single individual uh, who is uh, the owner of a platform that is as important as Twitter. As Elon Musk has uh, correctly stated, it is now the de facto public square. And uh, freedom of speech, as I explained in the parasitic mind, is not something that is... Uh, only relevant in the context of whether the government grants you freedom of speech or violates your freedom of speech. There's a whole ethos of freedom of speech. So when companies are engaging in uh, violations of freedom of speech, as I again explain in the parasitic mind, to simply say, well, but those are private companies, they could do what they want, then you truly are missing the point of what it means to have, as I said, a a, an ethos that either supports or infringes on uh, the pursuit of freedom of speech. It, it's, a, it's a cultural trait that is uh, ingrained within the tapestry of a society, whether you support freedom or not. So once you start saying, well, but if you say something that I don't like, that if you, know, if you criticize a religion, that's hate speech. If you say something about COVID that I disagree with, that's disinformation or misinformation, and therefore it is harmful, so we have to shut you down. If you uh, keep Hunter Biden's story uh, you know, blocked from being covered on Twitter so that Joe Biden wins the presidential election, but we now know that had more people who voted for him known about the corruption, they then he would have lost the election. Then uh, you can't hide behind. Well, but you know it's freedom of you know it's their private company there or you know it, it's not it doesn't you know it's not the government engaging in uh, censoring you. So you know it's not freedom of speech violations are not relevant. So again, people who take this position truly don't understand the the existential meaning of freedom of speech freedom of speech is either supported by every fiber by every dna of society or it isn't so again it's not only within the purview of the government to grant us those rights or take take them away now regarding elon musk uh from a pragmatic point of view uh i'm all for it because he's he obviously holds values that are congruent with a much freer exchange of information he is a libertarian he's certainly anti-woke i've noticed that he he is using the term woke mind virus um you know i wonder if there is anyone who has written the book on the topic now of course 
viruses of the human mind uh, in a mimetic sense have existed for a while, but the idea that uh, you would use the, the virus metaphor or the parasitic metaphor as applied to all things woke comes from this book. So as many people have tagged me, probably Elon Musk has read uh, The Parasitic Mind. And if so, then uh, how about we give a little shout out so that you can help more people get inoculated against the uh, parasitic idea pathogens, Elon. Uh, so from a pragmatic point of view, I think it's a, it's a great thing that uh, the blue-haired Taliban are no longer controlling um, Twitter. Uh, it shows you what happens when you have someone who is you know, unbeholden to the power structure, just like Donald Trump, right? Donald Trump was a huge threat to all of the latte-sipping folks because he was irreverent to the status quo, to the power structures. He came along, he wasn't beholden to anyone, and he was like a bull in a china shop, and that upset the status quo because it's dangerous. You want to control uh, the mechanisms by which people ascend to positions of power. And here comes Donald Trump. He doesn't give a damn. He's got his own money and he can ascend to the highest political office. Similar thing is happening with Elon Musk. He is so wealthy that he gets pissed off because the Babylon B uh, handle is blocked for saying something very innocuous. And he decides, hey, maybe I'm so pissed off, I'll buy damn Twitter. Uh, and so again, uh, that's very, very threatening to the castrati like Brian Stelter et al. Because they operate in a world where they didn't have, uh, you know, free-flowing competitive forces, whereby it forced them to be better, to be more honest, to you know, uh, uh, provide a better service. Because they were monopolizing the entire uh, landscape of ideas. Well, they were, there wasn't intellectual diversity within the landscape. Only one position was allowed on pretty much everything. Uh, if you thought that Hunter Biden was doing something wrong, you're banned. If you thought that COVID came from uh, China, well, you're banned. If you thought that uh, you should wear masks, you're banned. If you thought that you shouldn't wear masks. So depending on the uh, uh, you know, vague, you know, depending on whatever was the accepted uh, viewpoint uh, that was de rigueur at that moment, uh, if you took an opposing position, then you could see your account shut down. Uh, this is not how we wish to organize, uh, you know, debates and exchanges in a free society. So from that perspective, I think uh, we should be rejoicing that Elon Musk is now... Uh, taken over Twitter. Now, of course, as I said, one never knows uh, what happens when, you know, a single individual holds that much power. You'd like to think that he's not going to violate any of the uh, tenets of freedom of speech that uh, we'd like to think that he'd adhere to. But uh, I certainly don't see any indication that, uh, uh, you know, he's going to be, you know, akin to the progressive left and their authoritarianism. So I think from that perspective, from pragmatic perspective, it's something to be celebrated. Uh, earlier today, I was joking around saying, you know, when when uh, Elon Musk 
uh, hires me as the CEO of Twitter. Here are the people I'm going to ban and so on. Of course, what I was doing is I was being satirical in that I was engaging in the same type of reflex as the progressives do, right? Remember the Malibu meditator, Sam Harris, whom I was always, you know, very friendly with, you know, been on his show, went to dinner together. We've communicated many times. We had a falling out because I could no longer handle his profound hypocrisy on many dimensions, including his his just unhinged hysteria regarding Donald Trump. But one of the things that had really pissed me off was when he he thanked directly Jack Dorsey. I'm talking about the Malibu meditator now. Uh, when he thanked Jack Dorsey for having banned the sitting United States president from Twitter. I mean, just unbelievable that someone could throw out the most fundamental deontological principle about freedom of speech because it was politically expedient to do so. He didn't like Donald Trump, therefore it made perfect sense that thank you, Jack Dorsey, for having the the, the courage to uh, ban the horrific Orange Himmler from your platform. Well, I wonder what uh, the Malibu meditator is doing now because he must be sending, uh, sucking up emails to Elon Musk. You know, I'm your biggest fan, Elon. Hey, Elon, invite me to your parties, Elon. See, uh, a person of shakhsiye, as we say in Arabic, has a strong personhood, never equivocates his or her principles for polit- political expediency. They never violate the ontological principles. And so again, I think a lot of people today who are gleeful about uh, you know, the, the, the wonderful world of censorship that Twitter was exhibiting because it served them, because you know, the, you know, if you say that only women menstruate and you're a trans activist, then you're happy when all sorts of accounts are banned because they say, well, there is such a thing as biological male and biological female. Well, here's a prediction. I don't think that Elon Musk is going to ban people if they say that only women menstruate. I don't think that Elon Musk is going to ban people if they say that there are anatomical, morphological, behavioral, physiological, hormonal differences between biological males and biological females. And so in the grand scheme of things, while it is perhaps not a good idea to have a single individual controlling such an important platform, again, in a pragmatic sense, having Elon Musk control Twitter is a lot better for freedom of speech than all of the grotesque, fascist, authoritarian Twitter fools that were running that company. In a free society, short of defamation, short of uh, direct incitement to violence, direct incitement to violence, right? Me uttering a position that is contrary to yours is not ideological violence. It's not linguistic violence. So unless you you were to say, hey, let's go to the corner of such and such street and find all the Jews in the synagogue and harm them, that's a direct incitement to violence. So short of a few caveats, asterisks regarding freedom of speech, in a free society, all speech is protected, including, to repeat for the one millionth time, including the most grotesquely offensive speech, such as the denial of the Holocaust, and I'm Jewish. The way you defeat grotesque speech, false speech, 
racist speech is by allowing it to freely flow and then defeating it. There is no other epistemological means. So to the extent that Elon Musk is hopefully going to adhere to that fundamental principle, then there is really a lot to be happy about. So Elon, I shall await for you, number one, to start citing the parasitic mind properly, and number two, to be making me a huge offer to be running something that relates to reason and freedom of speech. Good to be back, guys. Uh, If you support what I do, please consider supporting me directly. You can click on the uh, heart icon and uh, support me in any way that you can. You can subscribe to the channel. You can tell your friends about it. You could leave nice comments. There are many ways that you can support those who uh, do the things that are necessary for your children and mine to grow uh, to grow up in free societies. But again, thank you, Elon, for uh, doing what you did. Uh, here's a prediction. Uh, when it comes to uh, your historical, uh, you know, uh, the way that history will view you, uh, your contributions to protecting freedom of speech will end up weighing much more heavily than your otherwise brilliant entrepreneurial activities, whether it be space exploration or the electric car. Cheers, everybody.